Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. If you're looking to get more customers or clients, and who isn't, one of the best ways is through content marketing. It's a way of educating the market that also projects you as an industry expert. According to Moby Sadiq, CEO of Red Pandas Digital, content marketing is woefully underutilised by many businesses. And that's because, he tells Chris Ashmore, content marketing is just not well understood. We often see content marketing as a subset of marketing, all this other stuff you've got to do. But when you think about marketing, the whole idea is to grow your business. And when you think about growth, there's really only four or five ways to grow your business. You can call people, you can run ads, get partners, affiliates, word or mouth and content. But Chris, content is the only one that's actually scalable and content and word of mouth, I should say, they are authentic. So really like everything I've done in my business from getting acquired to getting customers has been led by content, but people don't want to do it, Chris, because the payoff isn't right away. But I'm a big believer. What kind of content should businesses think about generating? What works? It's a good question. I think that's what really stumbles a lot of people, Chris. They're like, oh, let's just talk about, you know, if I'm in the fitness industry, here are five apps that will be great for your fitness career. And they either go too hard on the sales side or they go too hard on the friend zone side. We want to talk about content being in the friend zone. I really like to keep it really, really simple. There's five types of topics that both you and I and the listeners are looking for when we're ready to pull out our wallets, when we're ready to make a decision. And those topics are the price, right, Chris? So the price of something, the best of something, so the best four-wheel drive for whatever, something versus something, carbon fiber bike versus steel bike, the problems of something as well, and then finally reviews type content. So as I'm saying that, I'm sure you're thinking, yep, and I'm sure the listeners are thinking, yep, I've searched those things before. But if you don't have those types of content, then you really shouldn't be talking about other types of content. So to keep it really simple, I always say focus on bottom of funnel first because it's bottom of funnel, Chris, but it's also still educational. It's still helpful. It's not salesy to a level. So you're educating the market. And as a business, you have that knowledge that the market is looking for and why not provide them with that information They learn something and they attribute that knowledge then to the company that's provided that. Is that kind of the idea? It is the idea, Chris, and no one would dispute that. Everyone's like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. The challenge is doing it authentically. That's the challenge. So some of those I'm saying, I'm sure people are like, yeah, you know, I could talk about the best. I could talk about something versus something. But are you willing to talk about problems? Are you willing to talk about, say, if you sell fiberglass pools, are you willing to talk about the problems of fiberglass pools? And I would say that you should, and even if you have the best, right, if you're like the best fiberglass pools in Sydney or Ballarat or whatever, right, you shouldn't put yourself on that list because it needs to be authentic. Why does word of mouth work? It works because it's trusted, it's authentic. So no one will dispute what you and I are talking about, but where they struggle and that mental barrier they must get over is that it has to be authentic and it has to be trusted. And for them to do that, they need to be really honest in their content. It's very much a marketing piece. Now, marketing and sales, they tend to be quite siloed in many businesses. How do you suggest that they can work more closely? 
half my pre Chris, I was client side, so I've seen it. Marketing thinks sales are just sort of these peacocks and they just walk around and do whatever they want and salespeople think of marketing. Not everywhere, but there's this stigma, right? The marketers are in their ivory tower and don't know what's happening. But the problem is that if those two teams aren't working together, they're not going to respect each other and they're not going to use each other's inputs well. So we really like the idea we call having a revenue team. And the idea of revenue team, Chris, is you have someone, maybe not all the sales, but someone maybe like a sales leader and someone in marketing meeting either weekly or a fortnightly basis. And the conversation, you know, very simply, I'll give you a brief version, might go like this if I'm the marketer. Chris, talk to him about the deals. Talk to him about some of the challenges you had. Talk to him about some of the questions that people were asking you in your sales process. And then as you're talking to me, I'm creating ideas for articles that I'm going to write later and videos that I'm going to produce later that you then, Chris, are going to use in your sales process. But because I included you, you're now going to respect it. And you can say, you know, maybe that article about the problems versus A and B, I actually really used that, mate. I converted someone. Let's do more of that stuff. So the whole idea comes down to the concept of a revenue team. As you say, authenticity and trust, that's important when it comes to content marketing. Do you have some kind of framework that businesses can use to build trust and authenticity? The framework that I'm going to mention is important, but I think really the point is, Chris, the idea of having a framework, whether it's the framework I'm going to talk about or not, because what happens, Chris, is the shiny object syndrome in business, right? Oh, you know, our competitors are running ads on the V8 supercars. Let's do that. They're doing a trade show. Let's do that. And that's a real problem. Because even if it does work, you're being reactive. So a framework is a really good way, once you believe and understand the framework, to keep you on task and not be chased by shiny object syndrome. So the one that we follow is called the They Ask You Answer Framework. It was written by a man called Marcus Sheridan. The book itself, in my mind, and I know it's a big call, Chris, I've been doing this for 18, 19 years. It is the best marketing book on earth. So you can pick up that book for $20, $30. Essentially, it's a framework on, like I spoke about, the big five types of content, having sales and marketing working together, creating content that's not friend-zoned and actually assists in the decision-making process. So the point is follow something, do your research, and once you understand it, commit to it and don't be chased by shiny object syndrome. Now, before you go, there's always a lot of changes and philosophies about SEO or search engine optimization. What's happening these days? Is it dead? I love this one because this one, this one really gets my goat. Like this one really gets me passionate. I did a TikTok on this that had like a million views and people have so many views on this. And why it really annoys me, Chris, that the topic is there's a lot of businesses out there that get taken advantage of. Like, oh, you know, SEO and you need SEO and you need to get organic traffic. But The problem is now, Chris, is SEO has become a art, not a science. It used to be that way. Maybe 15 years ago, there's a bunch of geeks sitting in a room. You don't know what they're doing, lines of code and backlinks and whatnot. But that's changed now. It's very similar to they ask you answer, right? The Google's whole value proposition is if someone's searching for something, let's give them content to answer their problems, answer their questions. And that's why that framework works really, really well, because it is driven by what the user wants. So... I would say not all SEO is dead, but Chris, if you're paying an agency $500 or $1,000 or $2,000 and they're promising you the world, nobody has a secret source. The best thing you could do is create content and have a really good user experience, and that's going to do the thing. So by and large, I would say SEO is dead, but it's certainly an output. It's not something you pay for. It's a byproduct of really, really good content marketing. That was Moby Sadiq, CEO of Red Pandas Digital. 
Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Producers are Nick Schildberger, Chris Ashmore, Jeff Waters and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more Be Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.